That was a hefty. Were you like right by the microphone or something when you did that clap? More so than usual? Uh, probably a little bit closer than usual. I kind of like clip my forehead in the clap a little bit. I'm gonna be honest. My palms don't feel great. Yeah, but it's fine. We're going to just roll with it. I've hit myself in the head. The podcast is on, is rolling, and we're just going to roll with it because that's how I live my life now. Roll with the punches. (laughs) Or by punches, hitting yourself in the head with the palms of both your hands. Exactly. So, I had a band concert last night. How did it go? It went very well. The theme was Band on Broadway. Which was fun because musicals tend to have some sort of exciting music, at least the sort that we would pick. Not as fun because I don't know any musicals. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't know any recent Broadway stuff. So so it's like, it was stuff from, I mean, we did a whole lot of stuff. Like, we did some Gershwin stuff. So I know Rhapsody in Uh... Blue, and that's about it. (laughs) All the other stuff I didn't know. Like, I don't know Porgy and Bess. I don't know any of that stuff. I'm not a huge Gershwin fan, so... Yeah, uh, we did uh, Selections from Les Mis. We did mm. Selections from Wicked. Like, I think I'm familiar with the song Defying Gravity. Like, I think I've heard it, but I didn't know that it was from that musical. And... Really? Nope. It's just... from that musical? Yeah, exactly. I know that. <laughs> and I don't know any Les Mis either. I know the story from just pop culture but i don't know any like i don't actually know anything yeah but then we also had a singer with us which was really cool so she performed uh, a handful of stuff that was arranged for us by this guy adam who uh, used to be in this band's trombone section he used to be in the marine corps he was in the marine corps band and played with us as well snaps for adam yeah and now he's a full-time composer who like arranges a whole bunch of stuff for Hollywood and a whole bunch of famous people just like, but just of course, as like arrangers and composers tend to be a bit on the down low. Yeah. Like obviously I'd never heard of this guy, uh, but he arranged like, uh, when Aretha Franklin sang at Obama's inauguration, he arranged that piece that she sang. Nice. Uh, like he arranges for a whole bunch of Hollywood stuff. So like, our band director was telling us uh, basically how cool Adam is because he ended up, the uh, the singer who was with us ended up requesting more music than we had paid him for. Because his ah. his normal going rate, if he's charging uh, like Hollywood producers and stuff to write music, is $300 per minute of music he composes. Honestly, that's lower than I was expecting. Exactly. But that's still... Well, our band director was saying, like, yeah, a lot of people would charge $500 or even more, depending on who they are and who they're working with. Mm-hmm. And we ended up, when it all came down to it, he ended up doing it for, like, $50 a minute for us. Damn. Yeah. Uh, but in either case, it was it was a fun concert. And my parents were able to come, which was nice. It's the first time that they've seen me play music and four years or whatever since i did band freshman year of college that's cool yeah so it was fun it was nice being able to play for people that aren't just strangers Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah it was good nice yeah 
You're sounding tired, Marky I, Mark. I told you why I'm tired. <laughs> Before we started, I'm like trying to be active and stuff. And so it's making me tired. Because <laughs> my body active, isn't active schmactive. My body isn't used to it. Grant, I need it more than you do. You have you have way more room to play with health wise than I do. <laughs> okay, whatever. <laughs> I'm not like some skinny winny stick figure, okay? I'm not saying you are. I'm just saying that you're in a lot better shape than I am. Like I when I, I when I, I beat you, in, that I'm in better shape. No, than you no, no, are. no, no. When I beat you in tennis the entire summer, it was not due to superior cardiovascular endurance. It was solely <laughs> because I skill. just it's yeah. It's just because like I played more normal sports than you did. You played soccer and you ran. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which the doesn't only translate reason to I tennis. ever beat you in a single game <laughs> was because you got bored of running after the ball. Yeah. And I didn't. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so that's what I'm working on. I'm trying to because there was a, there was a time in my life where I was a better runner back in freshman year of high school mm-hmm. when I uh, was when I my best mile time was the early spring mile in freshman year gym. The first like the it, you know it's like 50 degrees, but it's just warm enough that you can run the mile outside. Mm-hmm. And I ran that in six and a half minutes. That's a solid mile. I know. I was very happy with it because I, you know, other than a handful of the really good soccer players, I beat most of the people in my class. Uh, yeah. So I felt good about it. I'm nowhere near that anymore. Oh, same. But it, though. but it would be cool to get within like a minute or two of it. <laughs> yeah. So that, I don't even want to know what my mile time is right now. It's not as bad as mine. I know that I know that we're coming from totally different backgrounds too. I know it's not a fair comparison, but like in either case, I I know that we can all appreciate it. You know, college you never do quite we didn't do quite as much as we wanted, and now that we have all the time in the world, in theory, it's still hard to make it happen. <laughs> yeah, daylight savings time was rough. So <sighs> actually, it's made it so much easier for me. How did it make it easier? Because I don't know. Like, let's see. So we sprang forward, right? Which means that mm-hmm. basically it's sunny out longer. No. In the evening, yes. Oh, now it is. Now it is. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, is it? Okay, now this is my question. Do you know this? Is daylight savings from spring to fall or from fall to spring? When does it I don't, start? I don't know which is which. Hmm. I just call them all daylight savings time well, and complain helpful. about them constantly. Daylight savings begins in spring and ends in fall okay so normal time is that what that's winter to spring is (laughs) yeah winter is the crappy time (laughs) daylight wasting time yeah exactly no i agree that that was brutal for me too because i'd leave work at i mean even down here like i'm far south but not that apparently not that south because i'd leave work at like 5 30 and it would be dark i'm like i'm not in minnesota anymore why is this happening it's because the east to west matters more than north to south. I know. Well, not re- well. No, not really. The east to west within the time zone. Oh well, yes, but I'm saying that if I were south of the equator. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like the north further south, south on major you go, scales. the less it varies. But yeah. yes, you you are right that yeah, if you're right on the border of Mountain Pacific time, you're a bit you know. Uh, yeah, you're in a bit better uh, 
position, but still. Yeah, because being where I'm at, where I'm like the eastern edge of a time zone, the sun came up pretty early, but it set at like 3.30, I swear, some days. <laughs> I know it didn't. It didn't set until like after 4 or something, but it might by as the time well I have. got off at work at 5 every day, the sun was clearly down. Yeah, and that's all that matters. Yeah. And so, and it never really got to the point where it was up early enough that I could go and like run outside before work, especially being in still a relatively new area that I'm not comfortable with fully. Mm-hmm. It just, it's kind of sketchy to go running in the dark in areas that you don't know super well. Yeah. It's a great way to get lost or abducted. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've just been doing, like, the few times I've gone running, it's just been on the treadmill in the workout room, just because, like, I'm not at the point at all where I can set a pace and maintain it. Like, I don't even know how to really go about doing that well, other than just relying on an app on my phone, which would work, but it's still just, it's easier to have a machine that forces you to do it, even if it's not quite the same level of workout. Mm-hmm. So, I'm just, I'm going with that until I can bring my times down to a point where I feel like it's actually worth running in the hilly area around me. Yeah, you got plenty of hills. Where I'm at, it's like flat as a freaking pancake, so. Yeah. I don't gotta worry about hills and crap like that. Mm. The only hills are like if there's a bridge over railroad tracks or something. Oh, sure. The other thing is I saw, like, I actually watched the sunset for, I think, the first time in my life this past weekend. What? Like, I, like, living in Minnesota and not going up north all the time, you don't really have the opportunity to actually watch, like, actually just sit there and watch as the sun accelerates downward and then Mm -hmm. disappears below the horizon. Yeah. Because there are things like trees all over the place. So it's like, yeah, eventually it goes behind the tree line, but it's still like there, but you don't really, you're not really paying attention. Yeah. So I, to my knowledge, I've never actually just sat down and just watched the sunset. Mm-hmm. So my, uh, my parents and I this weekend, we went to some area on the coast and just sat there and just watched the sunset, like for the first time ever. And it was cool. Like... Even though mathematically I understand why the sun sets so fast once it gets close to the horizon, it was cool actually watching it happen. Mm-hmm. And and knowing when sunset was, and like, you know, you look online like, oh, the exact sunset time is 7.07. And it's 7.06, and it still looks like a lot of the sun is up. And then all of a sudden it's like, whoop, zoom. Yeah. Like, huh, that's neat. <laughs> oh, that's neat. Yeah. Uh, so it's really cool. Like I'm glad that I did it. And it's uh, it was just fun. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. You're going to do it again sometime? Uh, I'm sure I will at some time. So it was worth it? Well, yeah, of course. 10 out of 10 would do again? I'd say 9 out of 10, if only because the specific area that person. I was at was really far away. Oh. Uh, I'd need to find a different place. There are lots of different places. That's just the downside of where I live, is I'm not that close to the coast. Oh, uh, Okay. That makes yeah. sense, I guess. Yeah, but it's not a big deal. In either case, yeah, it it was definitely 
a nice thing to do and something that like kind of I don't know it just like never for some reason it just never occurred to me to hang around near the beach and watch the sunset mm-hmm. like even though it's like the obvious thing to do when you're on the west coast I just never did it like I'd go to the beach in the morning when it wasn't busy and sit around and read and then I just go do something else for the rest of the day yeah but you know considering how little I do with my weekends I might as well do nothing much in somewhere a bit prettier than my bedroom Mm -hmm. so yeah my piece of Instagram reality for you Oh, Instagram reality. Isn't Instagram reality, period? Aren't they synonyms, Mark? What? You said Instagram reality like they're not the same thing. Okay, Grant. (laughs) Whatever. (laughs) You're not trash enough to understand my sarcastic joke. I understand what you're saying. I'm just not going to get into that conversation okay whatever mark's okay so grant's comic (laughs) you know what mark (laughs) screw you (laughs) no go ahead say what you're gonna say no so grant's comic for tonight (laughs) we have a new one it's the it feels like the first time in a while we've had a completely brand new comic and I believe the one that I brought is also brand new. So here we are. We're, we're like Double back at the start new of night. What? Double new night. Yeah. We have Drabble by Kevin Fagan. And we have, I'm going to say, a husband and wife. The husband is sitting at a table, clearly a bit uh, delirious or something. Uh, an empty plate sits in front of him and the wife is saying incredulously you ate that entire pie you shouldn't have done that and the husband gets up and as he's walking away from the table says over his shoulder hindsight is easy and the wife says and your hind is easy to sight boom roasted (laughs) <laughs> all right what what uh brought such lowbrow humor to our podcast right? <laughs> i don't know so i guess what brought such a lowbrow humor is kind of like this comic's from 2007 something was on your mind <laughs> yeah the word hindsight okay <laughs> so as i previously mentioned to you before we started recording today i had my review at work where I got to talk with my boss and my boss's boss about how I'm doing and if they think I'm doing well enough and how I've been improving since I've started working at this job. And so it got me thinking about kind of the past six months for me since I've moved here. And I was thinking about looking back on my time and assessing the past. And so it made me kind of thinking I wanted to ask you, Mark, because so you moved out to California just a few months before I moved to Illinois here. Mm-hmm. And I was wondering if there's anything kind of looking back on your past couple months, 
Do you think there's any major ways that your – I don't want to say your life has changed because clearly your life has changed a lot since moving out to California. But ways that you've grown specifically since moving out to California on your own here. Hmm. I mean the easy thing is that the, the two easy low-hanging fruit on how I've changed – or whatever, uh, is feeding myself better and being better at figuring out what to do on my own without being, like, lonely Mm -hmm. in a way that I just haven't had to do in a long time. Like, it was a lot easier when I was in college or even younger to, like, yeah, I'd do things on my own if I just felt like I needed to, but it's a lot it's a lot easier to do that with the comfort of there are still people just like around who you'll see tomorrow or whatever. Mm -hmm. And it just eases that burden versus right now. uh, I just don't have that. I don't have that support of, Oh, if I get bored of my own company, I can just go find someone else to do something with because I just don't have those people right now. Yeah. Uh, and it's part of that is my own fault. I could go out and make stronger attempts at uh, making that happen a bit more like you have, but that's not quite in my nature. And for me, it's been it's been enjoyable to learn how to do that. Like it's definitely been uh, I don't know if empowering is quite the right word, but it's made me feel a lot better about myself and the things that I do with my time to know that I can, for the most part, successfully fill my evenings and my weekends with things that I enjoy doing and make it make myself feel like I'm making progress as a person. Mm-hmm. So th- those are the two easy things that come to mind right away. What about you? Well, when you were talking about kind of enjoying doing things on your own and finding things to do that you enjoy on your own, that's definitely something that I connect with. Because in college, I would say I did a lot of things on my own. I spent a lot of time alone. I spent a lot of time studying on my own, just relaxing on my own. But the big difference that I've noticed since I've moved to the Illinois area is that... And this is something that I never thought about in college when I was doing it. Because I always thought that, like, wow, I'm spending a lot of time alone. But the thing is that back then... It was my choice to spend the time alone. And if at any moment I'd wanted to, I could have just texted someone or called someone and been like, hey, you want to go walk and get some ice cream? And within a couple texts or phone calls, I could have found someone. So I always had that safety net of if I really want to, I can have someone to hang out with. But now kind of being out on my own, I'm having to still enjoy time on my own without that safety net, which has been a lot more of a learning experience and a growing experience than I expected it to be. Because going into moving, I was kind of thinking, I kind of had a bit of a big head about it, honestly. I was like, yo, I spent a lot of time alone in college. Like, I can have fun (laughs) on my own. I don't give a (laughs) crap about this. But then I moved out here, and I I definitely had a few months of 
kind of coming home from work and being like, okay, I'm alone. Like, I can have fun on my own, but, like, I don't want to be alone right now. I want to hang out with people. And kind of having the realization of the only difference between now and college is that in college, even if I, like, when I wanted to be alone, I could because it was my active choice. But there were definitely moments where I wanted to be with other people. And now it's that I've lost that secondary choice of to hang out with other people. Mm-hmm. And so it was for me, it's been kind of a really big learning experience to figure out how to have fun on my own when it doesn't feel like an empowering choice. Cause you'd mentioned the word empowering. And for me in college, it was like, it was always really an empowering choice for me of, yes, I need some time alone because I've had a hard week and I need kind of me time to reassess my week and deal with everything that's gone on. Whereas now the, the fact of spending time alone, it doesn't feel as much like my choice and my taking power of my own life. It at times can feel more like it's just what my life is and now I deal with it. So it's, it's been a learning experience. I don't know. It's been an adjustment when I didn't expect there to be this much. I definitely feel the like sort of low key cockiness that you have going into it. <laughs> yeah. And I, and I would say that I had it even more cause I lived out here for a summer and that summer was really rough. And I was like, I got this now. <laughs> yeah. I was like, nope, nope, not quite. <laughs> <laughs> Still, still a whole lot to work through on that front. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It definitely is tough, but I also, I definitely appreciate you bringing up just like, you know, looking back, like you're not, you're never, you never believe that in the future you'll view yourself as as dumb as you're going to, and you yeah. never believe that you are as dumb as you actually are in the moment. And sometimes uh-huh. it takes a couple months, and sometimes it takes about forty five seconds. <laughs> to sort of have that thrown back at you and to sort of realize like you know like, <laughs> you're never as static as you want to imagine you are yeah i huh. i really like that point that you're never as static as you imagine you are because i felt like at the end of college that i'd grown a lot to this point where i was really resilient and could deal with anything and handle anything as the person that I was on the day I graduated. And then I moved out here and I was like, nope, nope. <laughs> kind mm-hmm. of that one of those first couple weekends alone, just like laying on my couch on a Saturday afternoon, like, hmm, what am, what am I going to do today? Yep. I just took a nap. I just did dishes. I just did laundry. Now what am I going to do? It's only <laughs> one o'clock. What am I going to do? Bleach the shower? <laughs> yeah. Uh it's like either I can have an immaculate apartment or I can live a life. <laughs> yeah. But that was the nice thing when when Aaron came to visit was me being able to know that I could host someone <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and like be somewhat competent, like going and buying actual cleaning supplies and washing things that should be washed probably a bit more frequently that I'm just kind of bad about because I never did it growing up. 
uh, just just a lot of little things that I was like, I was remembering and being like, oh, that's right. These are things that like I would be told to do by my parents when we had someone visiting. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I should probably somewhat try to emulate that. Uh, so so that was also good to just be like, you know, I can have this life alone, but also I can uh, entertain and like have people be here and stuff. And that also felt very good to be able to be like, you know, that I have a place like that. That was one of my, what I felt the best about moving into here out of the Airbnb is like, I have a place that people can actually come to (laughs) Mm -hmm. when the Airbnb was very much not that. Yeah. If I had happened to make a friend, we would be not staying anywhere near my place. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Mm. It's definitely nice having a place that people can come to. I just wish people came to hang out with me more often. Me too, but, you know, it's a bit but of a hike for people. For you. <laughs> for me, it's like, really, bro? Can't hang out with me once? Can't nah, just come, just come down on a Wednesday? <laughs> like, I don't know. I... I'm not going to say I live life as a complete free agent because I, like, I do have a schedule. I have constraints in my life. But also, like, I don't know. If someone invited me on, like, a random weekend to come and, like, visit them and they lived within five-hour drive or something, I would seriously consider it. Mm -hmm. But it's like, come on, bro, come visit me sometime. (laughs) (laughs) I feel that. I mean, because I definitely feel the same way. Like, I mean, obviously, college notwithstanding, the infrequency with which I visited you you at Luther. You visited. Once. More than most friends. I know, but still, I wish that I had done it more because it was really fun the one time that I did. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, now, like, that's that's one of the things that I just, like... I do really like San Diego. It's really fun being out here. But it is the biggest drag that, like, I just feel far more isolated from everybody. Because I know that, like, I don't mind driving places. Like, I'm thinking, like, I'm I'm planning on coming back to Minnesota for Aaron's graduation. And if I can't afford a plane ticket, I'm probably just going to drive back over a weekend and then come back with stuff that I didn't bother to move here the first time. Now that I have a place to put them. And, like, that doesn't bother me. And I know that if I were still in Minnesota or somewhere closer, like, I would drive pretty <laughs> regularly uh, to go see various people and not yeah. really and not think much about it because it's, like, it's how I would want to spend my time in, in a lot of cases. Mm-hmm. But here I am. Yeah. Far wait, away from wait, Waiting for people to save up airfare to come visit me. Yep. Oh well, it's a work in progress. Yeah. Someday we'll have a unified episode of Mark and Grant recording together, or we won't. Wait, what was that? Sorry. <laughs> Did you just mute me I, or something? No, I just like blanked out for a second. Like I said, I'm tired. <laughs> I made some joke about that someday we'll have a unified episode of us recording together, and then I oh god, no, we won't. Paused for a second. I was like, or maybe we won't, because I immediately thought, I feel like Mark wouldn't want to record together in the same physical space, even though that'd be really fun for me. So this is the thing. I would be all for it because it would be really fun, 
but we'd have to think very carefully logistics. about yeah, the recording things, need not getting each other on each other's mics because of how heavily I edit all this noise that comes in from the side. Yeah. But on the one side is that if I am in front of you, then I can sterilize your environment <laughs> a bit better. Yeah, you can get rid of all my chair squeaks and yeah. <laughs> me, like, moving to and from my mic. I mean, I'm not sure. I can't totally fix that, but I could try. <laughs> well, you can slap me when I move too far away. I don't think that would... then you got to s- edit out the slap noise. I don't think that would solve the problem. <laughs> <laughs> in either case. But, that, you know, this this is the thing that, like... You know, I, I'll tell you and I'll tell anybody who ever even mentions offhandedly that they might want to visit me at some point in the next however many years is like, if you can just get here, like, I'll cover as much as I can just to help out just so yeah. that people can visit and I can show you around like I will we will go grocery shopping and cook meals and stuff so that you don't need to spend a bunch of money. Just like come, get out here and we'll be OK. <laughs> <laughs> keep that in mind yeah please do <laughs> any listeners who are also any, friends of any Mark, listeners keep that in mind any listeners who want like i'm i'm not kidding other than mikhail who is too poor of a grad student to visit me and i know that mm-hmm. i'll have to go visit him uh but poor poor mikhail <laughs> it, i do that feel bad. sad grad student life <laughs> yep <laughs> But literally, if any listeners who I don't know want to email us and just be like, hey, I'm in San Diego. Do you want to go get like a meal? <laughs> I would probably Yo. be like, uh, yeah, probably I will. <laughs> I'm going to I'll throw out the same offer in the Chicago area. Yeah, but based on what we've talked about, most of the listeners who aren't Mikhail are probably your friends anyway. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Hey, but if you're my friend anyway, and you happen to be in the Chicago area, and you don't hit me up, I'm going to be kind of offended if I see you on Snapchat that you were here. (laughs) That's brutal. Like, I've given crap to you. (laughs) That's not brutal. If they're in Chicago, and they put that on Snapchat, and they don't even, like, text you? Oh, yeah, that's brutal. I thought you were saying, like, me being salty about it, that's brutal. No, no, the doing it would be brutal. See, the funny thing about that is, like, there's been multiple people who have done that already since I've moved here. Ugh. Yeah, Ugh, so people. if you've done that since I've moved here in, like, October, you're dead to me now. Email the show. So, uh, <laughs> bye, unless you email the show. I've given one of uh, Aaron's roommates, I've given her crap multiple times because she's visited san diego twice on grad school tours <laughs> and will just like send me a snapchat being like <laughs> you know i'm like i'm at the beach or whatever i'm like what i know that you're busy i know that these grads like these grad school tours are a quick turnaround but like if you literally gave me a heads up i would call, i would drive half an hour to just hang out with someone who i don't mind for half an hour just like get some food at like an in and out like i don't care yeah <laughs> That's, that's, oh, I feel that so much. Because there's times where I'm just like, if I knew you in college, like, even if I didn't really like you, if you were in the area and reached out and were like, yo, you want to get dinner? I would be so down for that. I would even probably, like, be willing to pay for dinner just to hang out with a friendly face of someone that I didn't hate in college. Exactly. Cool for you for reaching out. That is sufficient. (laughs) Yeah. Like, because, okay, 
that's another hard step, I feel like. Maybe it's not hard. Maybe it's just hard for me. But, like, reaching out to people who you may or may not have talked to in a very long while. I don't know why, but it's just hard sometimes. It feels awkward to me. See, that's something that I actually don't have too much trouble with, if only because, like, I just like staying connected with people. Like, if only for the purpose of just, like... Like, I don't really know why, but it's just, like, it's that's never been a problem for me. But at this point, it's just, like, there's so little action that can be taken <laughs> from here <laughs> that I just, like, I, I don't consider it quite as much as I would, like, at random times throughout college or whatever, where it's like, oh, I'm in Minnesota. I know these other people are, you know, in the cities. And so, like, if I just reach out to them, like, if we wanted to hang out, we could. Yeah. But now it's more like, well, now I need to really think about, like, it would have to be someone that, like, you know, I talk on the phone with. Mm-hmm. And that's a small, a much smaller group of people. Yeah. I think so. Because, so what made me think of this is I had a, I have someone who I was really good friends with for a couple years in college. And then they graduated and we, like, kind of lost touch a little bit. And this past week, it was their birthday. So I texted them, happy birthday. And then they, like, responded back saying, like, hey, thanks for wishing me a happy birthday. Like, it's been so long since we've talked, da-da-da-da-da. And that was, like, two days ago. And as the terrible person that I am, I really wanted to respond because I actually, like, would love to reconnect with this person because they were an awesome friend and are a really cool person. I'd love to, like, talk with them some more. But then I haven't responded, and I don't know why. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> just because like That's i don't know how to respond thing. to that i don't know yeah. i don't know what to say like hey i'd love to talk sometime but like can't talk right now because every time i think of it i'm either like driving or at work or some other situation that i shouldn't be texting someone during hmm. i don't know that's one way i haven't grown in this past year is just like or in this past couple months, is just reaching out to people who I feel like I should reach out to, but just haven't because, I don't know. I don't know if it's, like, laziness or... Well, th- this is this is tough. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a bunch of crap right now, even though this is unrelated, but only slightly related. Okay, give me the crap. So, listener, I texted Grant Monday at 9.47 in the morning, yeah, my time. Yeah, you got me here. You got me. Uh, 11.47 his time, so pretty close to lunchtime, I presume, saying, can you record on Wednesday? And then Grant responds, yesterday, at 7 (laughs) p.m. his time. (laughs) I guess I can if that is what works for you. (laughs) Yeah, the second, okay, can I defend my position? And by defend, I mean just like rationalize and not actually defend. Oh, of course. A, I don't text at lunch normally because I just normally don't check my phone at lunch because I'm trying to, I'm trying to build relationships with those around me. So I eat lunch with a couple coworkers and I'm, I try really hard to like be present in those conversations. Mm-hmm. So I don't check my phone at lunch normally. So I checked my phone that afternoon, just like in the middle of doing some lab work when I just like happened to have my gloves off, and then I. W- started thinking i was like wednesday does wednesday work 
And then my boss came up behind me and I was like, gotta hide my phone. <laughs> so I like shoved my phone back into my pocket. So I got rid of the notification. And then last night while I was rock climbing, I was like, oh my God, I never texted Mark back. So then while I was leaving the rock climbing gym, I texted you. And that's gotcha. what happened. Gotcha. That's my rationalization. It's not really a reason why it happened. It's just me trying to make myself feel better. All right. Well, I think that's as good of a point as I need to move on. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Yeah, we got to move on. Okay, so this week, Mark, yeah, this is a new comic. Win, Lose, Drew by Drew Litton. So in the scene, there is what I presume to be a couple in the kind of living room of their house. There is a woman who looks like she's going out to do some gardening, standing by a door, an open door with her dog and holding a small trowel in her hand. And then there's a man sitting on the couch with hypnotized eyes, holding some sort of beverage, which could be a can of pop or maybe a beer, and a shirt that says, I live for March Madness. And all the while, the wife is saying, for you, it's March Madness. For me, it's spring break. From you, I'll be in the garden. One small detail that I'd like to point out, because I honestly didn't notice the hypnotized eyes on the guy at first, but notice that the lamp's eyes are also hypnotized. (laughs) Oh my god, the lamp has a face. (laughs) That's great. (laughs) Or maybe it's just swirlies that match the swirlies on the floor. Yeah, there are swirlies on the floor, so maybe that's just the aesthetic, but I feel like... Looks like a face. It definitely looks like a deliberate attempt at a face. Yeah. So all, all I wanted to ask you, Grant, is what what are some events that you are, like, fanatical about that you don't miss ev- any year? Uh, if there are any. Like, it doesn't have to be sports. Like, I don't care if it's sports. Just, like, things that happen that you're, like, very much about. Even if it's just, like, a one-day thing, you're like, oh, like, this is a thing. Gosh. I don't know if there's things that I'm about. Like. Any holidays? Like things that I'm forced to be about, like (laughs) Christmas, Thanksgiving, stuff like that. Just because they're like family holidays. So, a couple weeks before my family's like, so you're visiting us, right? And. I think that's probably a big part of it is that someone reminds me plenty of time ahead of time so that I can plan something for them. Because there's lots of things where I see them like the day of or the day after and I'm like, oh shoot, I would have loved to do that. Or like to see that or whatever. Honestly, one of them, because I'm a nerd, is like major rocket launches or something. Hmm. Those are things that like, I have woken up at a, at obnoxious hours before to, like, watch a rocket launch. Sure. Or, like, I have, like, I've woken up at 4 a.m. to start watching a spacewalk on the ISS. 
Mm-hmm. Kind of weird. I think that's a weird thing, maybe. Weird things like that. I mean, but, like, it's slightly more niche, but it's not weird. It's just, like I said, that's why I wanted to ask the question. Yeah, but it's it's not like I watch every spacewalk because I don't always notice that they're happening until they've already happened or until they're, like, already happening. Mm-hmm. Um, but, gosh, there's got to be some things. Like, there's certain, like, running races that, like, if I knew they were happening and I had the... The, I don't know, like the headspace to keep all these things straight. I would have watched them or something, but it's just I don't remember until like the next day when I see a newspaper article or something about it. I'm like, oh shoot, I wanted to watch like the finish of the Boston Marathon or this or that. Mm-hmm. Um, but. I don't know. Do you have you anything a, in mind? I don't know. I was just wondering. Did you make a March Madness bracket? Uh, no, I didn't. I'm a terrible. I am. I'm not a bad, especially a college basketball fan. Oh, I mean, same. I didn't make a bracket either. <laughs> I I had options to make brackets, but I made the decision. That's not. It's not what I'm about. I pretended to be interested in college basketball enough while an RA in college on a floor with a lot of athletes. Mm-hmm. Just so I could kind of connect with them a little bit better, but like, I I could care less. Yeah, you're people who are slightly younger than me, who may or may not become professional athletes. Meh. <laughs> Most of you aren't going to become professional athletes. Most of you are hopefully studying hard i don't know no doubt so yeah Hmm. i'm really into college basketball as you can tell that's okay i've never gotten the appeal either yeah i just i don't know like basketball is really just the one sport that doesn't do it for me i yeah i i don't know if it's just that i've always sucked at it which is why, but like I've also always sucked at baseball, but I really enjoy baseball games. Mm-hmm. So that's I don't know. It's because baseball is the superior sport. I see you say that, and I want to agree, but like I don't know if it's objectively superior. I just it, I'm not I like saying it's it. objectively superior. I'm saying that I'm saying it's superior. <laughs> yeah, I was raised on it, and thus I like it. Yeah. So I don't know. Exactly. That's all you need. I also really like soccer. Like, or football. Let's go with soccer. Nah, football. Okay. We gotta appeal to our international audience, Mark. We're blowing up at the moment. I totally forgot. One of our main listeners is international. Oh my gosh, you're right. They are. <laughs> Granted, the same continent, but Canada hey, is hey, international. Hey, hey, you know what's also on the same continent? Mexico. Do we have Doesn't a Mexican you... listener or someone no, who I'm lives just in saying Mexico? that thing, but they're on the same continent. It doesn't mean anything, Grant. Whatever, Mark. We're international. I'm sorry. Crossing boundaries, reaching across, bringing new connections to the world. That's what we yes. do here at oh Comical Start. Comical Start. <laughs> Building international connections. 